Hello, and welcome to The Mission with Zena Del Lowe, a podcast for artists and storytellers about changing the world for the better through story. Last week, we talked about how we better know the difference between a character flaw and a personality trait when it comes to us personally. In general, we want to grow in acceptance of our personality traits, and we want to grow to reform our character flaws or defects. This week, however, I want to take us back to story, because when it comes to your main character, you truly need to understand the difference between your protagonist's personality traits and their character flaws. Why? Why would this be important? Well, what happens if we get these two categories confused? Well, at the very least, we cause confusion to our audience because our audience has certain expectations about story that exist in the universe. They are story principles that always and forever will remain true. So if you don't know the difference here, you're actually undermining some of these universal story principles, and that will cause your audience confusion. Moreover, we can actually inadvertently cause our audience harm. Why? Well, this goes back to what we talked about in terms of the power of story. Story is perhaps the only teaching device that skips the brain and slides straight to the heart. It's a direct line to the human soul. That's why we say, if you want to change a man's heart, tell a story. If you want to change a man's mind, tell a story. So story is an incredibly powerful tool that we use to teach people what is good, what is right, what is worthy to reflect on, what is moral, the rights and wrongs of the world. It's an incredibly effective tool. And the problem is, if you mistake a personality trait for a character defect, and you actually reverse those two goals so that you have the character accepting the character defect and reforming or changing the personality trait, well, now you're teaching a skewed morality that can actually cause your audience harm. Let me explain how this works. If we go back to the principles of story, what did I say was the real goal of every single story? Do you remember? I talked about how the heart of every story is a personal paradox. It's always and forever about your main character's inner emotional journey. That is their character arc. It tracks how your character changes internally over the course of the telling. So the real story is internal, whereas the plot elements are external. And the purpose of the plot is to enable the internal growth and change. I also said that what your character is addressing is some wound or flaw or personality trait that is holding him or her back. It's preventing him or her from becoming the man or woman that they were meant to become. They are somehow being oppressed by whatever this thing is. It is screwing up their lives. So again, the plot ends up being the device by which the character is forced to face whatever it is that has been holding them back for their entire existence. 
and the plot ends up being the thing that allows that character trait or defect or issue to be brought to light so that your character has an opportunity to address it. And then your character either grows or deteriorates over the course of the telling. He either changes for the better or he changes for the worse. By the end of the story, he's either damned or redeemed. Now, the reason it's important for you to know the difference between these two categories of a personality trait versus a character flaw is because you're liable to have him tackling the wrong stuff. And again, the audience expects him to work on his flaws and the audience expects him to come to accept who he is at his core, to be at peace internally within himself, to finally walk into, step into the man or woman that they are called to be and to be okay with their calling, to accept their calling and not fight it anymore because they know who they are. But if you confuse these two things and you have your protagonist come to accept their flaws and then come to work on and reform and change their personality traits, those things that are supposed to be who they really are at their core, well, what you're actually doing then is teaching your audience a very flawed and damaging view of the world and of the human person and of morality. By way of example, let's look at the character Bosch from the TV series Bosch on Netflix. If anybody is unfamiliar, Bosch is an LAPD homicide detective who has an incredible record for clearing murders and solving cases. Bosch also has a particular reputation within the department. On the one hand, Bosch is a very frustrating, infuriating, always at the center of conflict character. But the reason why that's true is very significant. It's because of a personality trait on Bosch's part. Bosch is a man committed to justice, committed to doing the right thing, committed to putting the victims before anything else, politics, inner office conflict, ego. He doesn't care who solves the crime. He just wants it solved. Part of the reason why Bosch ends up being at the center of so much conflict, however, is because little things like standard protocol often prevent him from doing his job, which is to bring killers to justice. So if the option is putting my life in danger, but staying with the perp, versus backing off the perp because I'm going to be separated from my partner, he will always and forever choose the former because that is more important to him than following petty protocol. Bosch has a stubborn intensity about him. He is dogged in his determination to bring killers to justice and not let anything else get in his way. He certainly would never cover for a fellow officer who was guilty of committing a crime. And so there's a lot of inner office politics where people think he's not on the same team as them. He believes in outing those things, total honesty, bringing it to light. 
Now he does so with integrity. He's not a tattletale who goes behind their backs. He gives the officers every opportunity to bring their own mistakes to light. But if they don't do it, he will because he's a man of his word. That is who Bosch is. And that is one of his basic personality traits. But in addition to his personality trait that makes him so frustrating to other people because he won't always play ball, he has wounds. He is a man with a wounded past. He has trauma that he must overcome. He became a homicide detective to try to solve his mother's murder. And it's been an open case that he's been working for his entire life. It's also what drives him. His priority is the victim. But notice that one of the reasons it would be easy to get confused is because Bosch's basic personality is infuriating to so many of the other characters. In fact, there's an ongoing running gag in the series, which includes other characters expressing their extreme displeasure with Bosch in the form of something such as, ah, Bosch. They all do it. And it's funny but it's also indicative of the kind of person this character is. And yet, as frustrating as this character is, he's also admired and respected for his unflinching moral code. Now, does this mean that he always follows proper protocol? Hell no. He is regularly violating minor rules, like putting himself in danger without backup, because he would never allow something so petty to cause him to lose his perp. However, those are man-made policies. When it comes to universal moral truths or moral code, Bosch would never cross the line. He would never plant evidence. He would never kill the killer because then he would become the person that is the monster. He does it by the book. Those things, he does it by the book. He also won't kowtow to departmental politics, which makes him a very unpopular figure with the brass. Bosch will do what's right, period. He won't back off of a suspect just because that suspect also happens to be the CI in another case. He is ruled by a strict moral code, which regularly puts him up against the system. Both the higher-ups and his fellow co-workers often find him infuriating, but it's also this trait that makes him the incredible detective that he is. And we don't want him to change. We don't want him to change that part of him because that is who he is. That's why he is great. That's why he's our hero. He doesn't compromise. So any attempt on a writer's part to try to soften this side of him would actually destroy him, destroy his moral integrity. It would destroy his character. In fact, it would destroy one of the greatest characters on television today. On the other hand, Bosch does have character flaws that need to be addressed, and they were born out of the same trauma. He doesn't trust people. He doesn't let other people in, even those he loves the most, like his daughter. He keeps them at arm's length. He regularly pushes them away and isolates himself from them. Is this a personality trait or a character flaw? Well, that's why it's so tricky, because in a way, it's both and. It's a personality trait that's born out of his trauma, 
But it's also a character flaw because it's holding him back from being the full measure of the man he could be. He's not experiencing life to its fullest because he's so alone and isolated. And it's a lonely existence for this noble detective. And part of the series then becomes about him figuring out who to let in, how, why, when, how does he figure out who he can trust, and then actually trusting them. So it causes conflict for Harry to remain true to his strict moral code. And yet, this is something he has to learn to accept about himself because without that, he loses his greatness. On the other hand, part of the growth of the character of Harry Bosch will center around him learning how to trust and let those closest to him in. But what would happen if we switched those? What would we be teaching the audience if we switched these two things around and had Harry Bosch learning to accept his emotional distancing from those he loves most and trying to reform his strict moral code and view of the world? What would that do to the series? What would that do to this character? It would change the entire emotional tenor. It would change everything, right? But can you see how easy it would be to get these wrong? After all, is Bosch's isolation a character flaw or a personality trait? Is his dogged moral code a character flaw or a personality trait? Well, in a way, it's both and. And yet, we cannot confuse one with the other because one of those needs to be reformed and the other one needs to be accepted and celebrated. One makes him a hero. The other makes him human. One makes him noble. The other makes him flawed. So how can we tell which stuff our characters should address and work on and which stuff they should grow in acceptance about? Well, that will be the subject of next week's podcast. The bottom line for today is that it's actually very important for us to understand the difference between a personality trait and a character flaw when it comes to our actual protagonists. Because we need to make sure that they're changing in the right areas or growing in acceptance in the appropriate areas. And we don't want to get those confused because if we get them confused, we confuse our audience and even worse, we could possibly damage them. Because keep in mind, we learn from example. Story teaches us how we ought to be, and so we might be inadvertently teaching them to pursue something that's false in their real life. We don't want to do that. However, it's difficult because sometimes the personality traits are also character flaws and vice versa. We need to figure out how do we know which ones they should tackle and how do we know which ones they should step into because this issue actually has a lot to do with how your story unfolds. I want to thank you so much for listening to The Mission with Zena Del Lowe. May you go forth inspired to change the world for the better through story.